everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And welcome to Classics No Zone podcast, where we share industry tips from travel industry experts. I'm Cynthia Gordica, Education Marketing Manager for Classic Vacations. On today's podcast, we're listening to an excerpt from a recent Classic Vacations webinar featuring Kristen Carlson, Managing Director of Tahiti Tourism USA, and Travel Advisor Gretchen McKnight of Getaways Perfected. They tell us about their recent travels and experiences on the islands of Tahiti amid COVID-19. Also on the webinar is Yvette Broussard, Classics Product Development Manager for the South Pacific. Let's listen in as Kristen walks us through the protocols to travel to the beautiful islands of Tahiti. How do you even get to the islands of Tahiti? We opened up on July 15th. Well, you need to complete an RT-PCR test and it needs to be a specific test. So the test results must say RT-PCR. Can't be a self-test, it can't be an antigen test. It has to be the RT-PCR test. And then you go online and fill out a form, takes less than a minute at etis.pf and when you check in at the airport you want both your test results as well as that uh, QR code for the etis.pf. Then you go to Tom Bradley International Terminal and normally I like to start my French vacation with champagne. Um, It's a little harder to find these days because it's a little bit of a ghost town with the Los Angeles COVID regulations. So just warn uh, your clients if they think, oh, I'm just going to eat and drink when I get to the airport. There are not a lot of options. So then Alas, we get in the wonderful zone of the airplane. So you get a lovely little kit there with your hand sanitizer, a little pocket, just eight hours nonstop from LA on RTD Nui. So then you get off the plane and typically uh, when you land in Tahiti, or I should say pre-COVID, you would be greeted by wonderful musicians, ukulele players, et cetera, et cetera. Well, um, Unfortunately, we don't have the musicians anymore, but you get off the plane, you wear your mask, you show your test results again and your form, and then you actually get your self-test. Because on one way, we've been able to keep uh, the island so safe and very few incidences among tourists is that you take a self-administered self-test. So everybody gets this and you do it on the fourth day that you're in destination, but don't worry, you don't have to remember that. It literally will tell you on the envelope what day you take the test. And then if you're staying at a hotel or resort, you just bring it to the front desk. If you're doing your own itinerary, you'll see a list of various different places where you can get the test um, or rather where you can submit the test. So Now we're gonna come to some of the protocol where you wear your mask. So where is it important to social distance and wear your mask? Well, of course, the transfers, the ferry, restaurants until you receive your meal, um, you know, tours with other people. But frankly, there are very limited tours with other people in the islands of Tahiti. And this is a great opportunity for you to sell private experiences. Now, where you don't need to social distance and wear your mask because it's all natural, the snorkeling, diving, ATV safari, jet skiing, parasailing, skydiving, walking beach without people, overwater bungalow. The fish don't know it's COVID-19 and they're not socially distant. So you'll get to see those wonderful underwater vistas as always. 
So on my personal trip, I I did some neat things. I did Tahiti E.T., Tiki Hau, and Morea. And I just want to share with you, uh, for those of you who have heard me on webinars before, this is something I say all the time. Tahiti E.T. is such a gem. It is the small island this, on the southern part of Tahiti. Uh, E.T. means small or little. Nui means big or large, like Air Tahiti Nui. And that is home to Chopu, the world's heaviest wave. So if you have any opportunity, get out there on a boat excursion such as that. And again, how perfect to travel now in COVID times, you want that open air. So moving on to Tiki Hau, again, a lot of wide open spaces. I was at a small resort, uh, only had about five bungalows occupied. I was at Ninamu and very safe, saw the manta rays just gorgeous. And then on to Morea. So Morea is such an easy place to get around. And because it's one road and not everything's on its own private motu as in Bora Bora, although there are some different motus and did some excursions all on the water and the restaurants are open and they would pick you up in open air you know, kind of vans, kind of like you've seen on the four by four excursions, not, not an ATV, but such like a Jeep. So there's that open air. So, and the other thing I have to say, I was at a hotel in Marais. Actually, I was at the Sofitel and, you know, I, I was concerned before I went, hmm, what are they going to feel like about tourists? Are they concerned about us bringing COVID-19 to their beautiful paradise, et cetera? And I can tell you, unwavering to a person, I was greeted with wonderful hospitality and smiling faces and graciousness as best as I've ever known in my 12 years with the destination. You can have 100% confidence in sending your clients there. Thank you, Kristen. Gretchen, I know that on your trip, you stayed at one of your favorite resorts, the Intercontinental Bora Bora Thalasso Spa, and you also stayed at the St. Regis Bora Bora. However, I understand you saw the recently renovated Conrad Bora Bora Nui. Can you tell us a little bit about that? This was a fun, fast trip to the Conrad. And honestly, they have redone since the last time I was there. And what a fresh, sleek look. Most people don't think that the Conrad, because of her location, has any real views of Mount Achimano. However, they absolutely do. And this reminds me to not forget that if that view is really important to your clients, the Conrad still is in play. What the Conrad has done to their room product is gorgeous, very sleek, uh, very fresh, very contemporary. They've added pools to many of their overwaters and maybe their best investment was adding the pools to their hillside villas now, which a product that I used to think was a little obsolete and now it's a wonderful room and I'm not sure that you guys know, but the Intercontinental Thalasso has also got six or seven of their overwater berets now where the pools have been added. And you also traveled to the beautiful island of Taha'a. A best kept secret in my book has always been the island of Taha. We had a sunset overwater at the Lake Taha. And honestly, if you have a chance, you know, especially the younger itineraries now that are looking to stay put a little longer, I highly recommend you look into Le Taha. It is a perfect blend of luxury, meets Polynesia. They never forgot where they were. You feel it from the moment you check in. 
and it absolutely transcends your entire stay from lobby areas to to treetop restaurants all the way out to of course your beach bungalows which they have are gorgeous and then of course the overwaters what i loved most was that as far as COVID is concerned i didn't have to wonder what was being done it was really being done in your face you're not approaching front desk or a restaurant without somebody kind of coming up and stopping you while they wipe down the areas everyone that is um, a, a staff member is always masked. The surfaces are being cleaned constantly. And I loved seeing what even the hotels were doing in room as much as pre-stocking mini bars and limiting a lot of the touch points that we would have seen before without it diminishing the experience. It really was a true pleasure and we never felt safer. Thank you, Gretchen. Now it's back to you, Kristen. Can you tell us where we can find the most up-to-date resources for Tahiti? First of all, all of our entry requirements are on our website, tahititourism.com. In addition, we have available for the trade a B2B dashboard that tells you exactly where the level of cases of COVID-19 in the islands, what are the different safety protocols on the ferry, on the domestic airline, on the international airline who's operating, who's not. For example, Air France has not yet uh, resumed service uh, from the U.S. to Tahiti. Air Tahiti Nui is, however, but uh, this is where you can check and where you can check if there are hotels undergoing renovations or if anybody's closed. So that's a great trade dashboard. We have a press release with various videos and COVID-19 procedures and recommendations. And we have lots of information and assets that you can use to promote the destination that is at our brand center. As I said, you can have assets to share on your social media, on your website, on your email campaigns. And I know that the, your team at Classic Vacations has my contact information and my email. It's kcarlson at tahititourism.com, but you can get it from them. And then one final thing is we just debuted last week a new platform for our Certified Tahiti Specialist Program. So that URL is tahititispecialist.com org uh, org tahiti specialist.org but i know i just said a lot of things so again you can always reach out to us at td tourism k carlson tdtourism.com info at tdtourism.com etc so now maybe we can go to questions if there are any there was one it looks like the new protocols are definitely working for tahiti and gretchen i believe you posted on our facebook community that in the past few months that many of your clients have traveled to tahiti without any incident whatsoever no problems as long as they had the three the three forms of information that were, was mentioned and i think you said it was a valid passport a negative COVID test that can't be a self-test, and the ETIS form with the QR code. Um, That's exactly right, yep. Okay. And I find that the resources on the Tahiti Tourism website are fabulous. And another one that I keep my eye on um, is on Air Tahiti Nui's website. There is even a link to where uh, nationwide, where you can go for, um, I know everyone's looking, where can I get this very specific test? This RT-PCR test is the only test that they're accepting. Uh, there is a link on their website as well that is an interactive map 
and it will pop up. You can put in your zip code and get the listing of labs in the area. I find that to be hugely helpful. It's not an end-all be-all. They still have to call those labs and make sure that they are in fact uh, administering that test. But I have used it with a number of my clients who were having trouble finding a lab close to them. It was very helpful. Perfect. And actually, um, because I saw your post on our Facebook community, and just to let everybody know, if you haven't been on our Facebook community, please join. It is such a wealth of information to everyone. And Gretchen, thank you so much for posting all the time. So a couple of questions. Um, let's see. Renee is asking that her clients are wavering between uh, Thalasso and Conrad Hilton. And she said, I've not seen either. How do I differentiate between the two properties? So at first, I would say they are, it's location, 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 um, and it's, they are completely different in style. The Conrad, um, for the most part, faces out and away. So you've got these Christopher Columbus, endless, gorgeous views of the lagoon that just seem to go on forever. It's a fresh face. It's a more contemporary room product very sleek inside and they've just redone, um, gosh, I think it's not even been two years since they finished up and they've added all those pools. They've got the hillside product with pools now and some of their deluxe overwater uh, bungalows now have the pools. The Thalasso has long been a favorite of mine. It when The first time I went there um, and the subsequent times, it is like La Taha, on Bora Bora, in my personal opinion, it is that perfect blend of luxury meets Polynesia, a much more traditional, authentic feel. Um, they never forgot where they were, and yet your clients that are looking for luxury touches, like great big sunken tubs that are sitting in front of a giant plate glass window that has these amazing views out towards the lagoon and Mount Atumanu from your the bedroom area in at the foot of the bed, same view from the living room, same view. It's all about looking out towards that lagoon and out towards Mount Tatsumanu. Truly a Polynesian gem. Wow, thank you. Good, good. And did anyone, um, Yvette, did you want to add anything? Or Kristen, did you want to add anything? Nope, agree with Gretchen. <laughs> she did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. That's great. Thank you so much. Now, this is an interesting question. What's the protocol if someone tests positive while they're in Tahiti? Sure. So if you test positive, you'll be notified by someone from the Department of Health and or the Ministry of Tourism. And we actually only, I don't believe we've had any tourists hospitalized. We maybe have had one quarantined, but they're really doing it on an individual basis. In the beginning, we said everybody needed to be repatriated back to the island of Tahiti and do the quarantine there. But now if they can stay where they are and they have the means, they can do that. Um, it is important to note that on that ETIS form that you have to fill out, you need to say you have insurance that will cover your medical costs, or if not, you need to self-certify that you will take care of all of your costs. So they really work with you on an individual basis to determine the best route of quarantine and repatriation. 
And another question, a little similar, can clients still island hop because their next test is required on day four? And uh, Renee said, typically this is the day I'd have them hop to another island. Would that yeah, be an issue? No, because you take the test with you. It's a self-test. So <laughs> you can take it on the airplane. You can take it on a boat, on a ferry. You can take it in a different hotel on a different island. It doesn't matter. Okay, thank you. And so again, just lots of clarification here, but just to get it, so no quarantine required, just the test on the fourth day. Correct. 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 And just FYI, that fourth day is a little subjective also. If they, what Tahiti is not doing is testing on Saturday or Sunday, but they could do it on a Monday. Um, so depending on the length of the stay for the client, if day four falls on a Saturday or a Sunday, they won't be testing that first come Monday, wherever they might be. So that day four is a little um, flexible, but the date of the test will be on that paperwork when they enter into Papiete and you check in and you show all that paperwork and your, and your self-test is given to you right across the front of it. Um, it'll tell you what date that test is, is to be taken and then you just hand it to the front desk or wherever. Thank you. And regarding the hotels that are open, we can actually, I know, Yvette, that we do have that under hotel status on our website. Is that correct for most of the, the uh, hotels? Because that's I think correct. Gretchen, yeah, Gretchen mentioned Meridian is still not open. Yeah, that's going to be correct. closed, though. They're doing full renovations. That's yeah, going to be closed renovation. until 2022. Yeah. So the, the ones that aren't open with COVID and that don't have a reopening date yet are the two Sofitels in Bora Bora. Okay. So, but it's all on the grid on our website. Right. On our website under hotel status. Mm -hmm. Perfect. We have just a couple more questions, but this is uh, regarding the um, more of the French influence and more about uh, general information about Tahiti. Maybe Kristen, can you speak more to the French influence on the island? Is French spoken on all of the islands or is it spoken at all? Are more yes. islands French than others? Okay, <laughs> certainly. Uh, so the two uh, languages that are spoken are French and Tahitian, and there are actually more people who speak French than Tahitian. Um, certainly when you get out to some of the outer islands, Tahitian is more prevalent. Um, and then English is, is spoken in the in the tourist areas for sure, but you can see the French influence in the food, for example, uh, which is wonderful. I mean, it's kind of the best of both worlds because you have the fresh produce and the fresh seafood, everything from the water and the land, and then with the savoir-faire of the French chef and French cooking uh, methods. So I would say it really comes through in the language and the cuisine are, are the main uh, parts, I would think. Gretchen, you have anything to add? You really touched it. The food is, is French, Polynesian. So you're getting these amazing chefs that have come in and you see that throughout absolutely everything you're eating. Definitely the language. I don't know that I've Maybe some of the artwork, even um, a little bit of it, but um, beyond that, nope. It's it's um, the language, the food, definitely the wine, definitely the champagne. Um, no, it's it, it it's infused throughout the entire experience. And Kristen, it's over to you because it's regarding. Um, did you say proof of insurance is required or proof of funds to take care of your expenses if needed? Yeah, actually, proof 
is not required, you need to self-certify on the form that either you have insurance that will cover your medical costs in the event you get sick or have to uh, quarantine or get repatriated, or you have to self-certify that if, if you don't have insurance that you will cover your funds, but no proof is required. Thank you. And uh, our last question is going to be, again, another resort question about the difference between the Four Seasons and St. Regis on Bora Bora. I'll, I can, let me start with that and then Gretchen <laughs> can, can say, you know, I think it's really where the travel advisor comes into play because you know your clients. I, I know that there are people who are diehard Four Seasons people and you know, no matter where they go in the world, they stay at the Four Seasons. Uh, there are others who are their Star Wars Marriott Bonvoy people. So they're both incredible resorts. I mean, it's it's the same thing as, you know, if you're in Manhattan, are you going to stay at the Four Seasons or the St. Regis? So I think you need to determine that. Um, the St. Regis is a much bigger resort. They have golf carts to get around and bikes, but I can say it, it it's really, really big. Four Seasons is a little bit more walkable. St. Regis has a Jean-Georges Van Gerichten uh, restaurant, so a gourmet restaurant, but of course Four Seasons has wonderful restaurants. I'd say the Four Seasons Spa is a little more Polynesian in feel. So, you know, if there's specifics, you're welcome to reach out to us at any time if you have a client who really can't decide and they say they really don't have a preference, but that's what I would say. What about you, Gretchen? When it comes to those two hotels, I completely agree. It usually ends up being that um, the client who's looking for a, a five-star experience may very well have some pretty good loyalties. So that first has to be uh, determined, I suppose. Then it comes down to personal preference. Most of our clients, once they get out to Bora, they're not really popping around. You're, you want them to really love that resort, that all that it offers. So if they're big foodies, I don't know that I have ever had a better meal um, from a resort than at St. Regis. Um, we loved riding the bikes around. So that actually added to our experience. And going back to the COVID related, what the St. Regis has done, uh, because they are large and you know we walked around once, but then it was like, oh, these bikes are way fun. They've assigned them to your bungalow. They're only ever yours from check-in to check-out. They're not drop off and pick up something else. So again, eliminating the touch points, we really appreciated uh, just taking that extra step. Four Seasons has these beautiful um, cabanas that are free of charge. Most resorts would charge through the nose around their pool, first come, first serve, of course. But I'd say it really does boil down to knowing your clients and understanding the environment that's gonna make happiest between the those two products, excuse me, there's really no there's no bad room in the house, no bad choices here. Great, thank you so much for your expert opinion to both of you. That was excellent, and thank you so much for walking us through the process, answering all of our questions. We appreciate that, Gretchen and Kristen. That was fabulous, and uh, thank you all for joining us today. Subscribe to our podcasts, or if you prefer additional podcasts and full-length webinars on our destinations, including Tahiti, can be found on our education portal at classicvacations.com forward slash no-zone. More information about the islands of Tahiti, including entry protocols, can be found at tahititourism.com. Please take care of yourself. 
stay safe and be well.